Well, hello, folks. This is Dave from Opposing the Matrix with a crooked hat again. You know how that drives me crazy. Okay, there we go. Um, how you all doing? You can see it's bright and sunny coming through our front door. And uh, we're very happy about that because bright and sunny has not been what it's been here in Western Oregon for a long time. Seriously consider it starting to chop down some of these madrone trees and make an arc. <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's been pretty nasty um, and cold. My goodness, you know, somebody should have said that it, somebody should have told nature, excuse me, that it's, um, <laughs> sorry, folks, ate some mole earlier. Um, somebody should have told nature that it's uh, May. And June will be coming around soon, and June's supposed to be a warm month. So, anyway, <clears throat> all right, so we got a bunch of new things going here. Uh, last weekend, I received something that I ordered in the mail. Uh, I actually ordered from eBay, and it is an internet connection that reaches the, um, the towers around here. I've been using one of these for a while, and it worked pretty good. Okay, it worked pretty good. Um, but at the same time, it was costing me a lot of money, costing us a lot of money. And, um, so I read about this on eBay and I I figured, well, you know, if this is a sham or something, then I'm going to be a fool and, and that's it. But uh, if it works then that's great, well, it turned out that it works, cost me 90 bucks a month, but it's a lot cheaper than the other things that I was using. So the other uh, jetpacks, so. Um, and this is an, uh, an account that, um, is, uh, executive, uh, corporate account that somebody has that they can add people onto. So it never goes down, um, in speed. So, and hopefully it's fast enough for the show. I think it is, but this time of night, the internet around here, you know, even the wireless is kind of ridiculous. So, um, we'll just keep our fingers crossed, keep our prayers going up to the Lord. Of course, that's the first one and, um, and hope that things work out well. So another problem we were having was we were having this static noise that was driving me crazy. And, uh, late last week or maybe early after the last show, maybe it was before, I can't remember. We, um, I went in and I found out that I had three different mic feeds going at the same time so <laughs> three different sources like real tech on the computer and something else got rid of two of them and it seems to have helped i hope okay uh we'll keep our our prayers going up and our fingers crossed for that too um brian will not be here tonight i don't think he's going to be here on mondays anymore we're planning on starting a second show during the week either th- uh wednesday or thursday so we'll see how that works out but uh He's a busy guy. He really is. He works hard for a living and he, uh, he's got family commitments and stuff like that. So, uh, not that I don't, but mine are a little more relaxed. Um, uh, so anyway, we're probably doing two shows a week instead of just one. And, um, you'll notice that last week I did, uh, I think it was an hour and 20 minutes or something like that, a show for that long. And, and, um, I don't want you to think that I'm cheating you out of any time or anything like that, but man, I have been tired lately. Very, very tired. Don't know why. I've been working out on this thing we're building next door, um, uh, putting the electrical in and, um, 
So that's, you know, it's taken up a lot of time and effort and um, I'm not the young guy I used to be. So uh, I've been getting t- more tired. So if I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a couple times last week where I, I kind of shut my eyes for a, a, a split second and then woke back up again. But uh, I'm going to try for that not to happen. And um, no matter what I have to do. So, so tonight we're going to talk about um, that there's more evidence that Ukraine and some allies, meaning Britain, uh, Germany, the United States, um, and others, are using the Baltic states as a place where they can um, do these experiments and set up these echo lab, uh, not echo lab, sorry, um, these labs that are making weapons of mass destruction. Um, similar to the Wuhan lab, but all over Eastern Europe. So uh, more and more evidence is coming up, and uh, more and more evidence is coming up is of that is why the Russians have gone in. Okay, uh, let me give you a little scenario, and I know I've said this before, but I like to accentuate anyway and to repeat myself because if you repeat yourself, your things that you say get remembered while he's here. Um, let's just say that. Um, Oh, let's just say that November this year, the Russians decide, okay, well, we're going to buddy up to Canada and, and Mexico. And and we know that the Canadians aren't that thrilled about the United States and the Mexicans are less thrilled about the United States, uh, except to come here and take our jobs, of course. But um, so they decide to buddy up with the Russians and the Russians with them. And they decide to put um, biological labs in British Columbia, Manitoba, Alberta, Saskatchewan, um, Ontario. I know I'm going to forget one or two of them. Um, Northwest Territories, Yukon. And and they start operating these labs. Well, what would happen? I'll tell you what would happen if we had a good president in office. This guy would just roll over and go, you know, I can't remember my name today. Anyway, so... Let's just say that happened. Of course, you know, the 101st Airborne would be up in Western Canada. The 82nd would be up in Eastern Canada until all those labs were destroyed. Um, so, <laughs> and then Mexico too, you know, how many provinces in Mexico are they that they put up to the, uh, the American border? Uh, one, two, at least five that I can think of. Uh, Sinaloa, um, uh, you know, you, you name, there's different deserts. A Chihuahua is one of them. And, um, ah, that doesn't matter. Anyway, so we'd be down there annihilating them too. Okay. And of course, this would cause such an international outrage that, you know, countries would be condemning us. Some countries would be boycotting us and everything else. Kind of interesting when the shoe's on the other foot. Now, now let's go back to October of 1961. I was a little boy in October of 1961. I was, let's see, I was getting close to being three years old. Okay. So I didn't understand a lot of that went on, but I remember the fear and the anxiety that my parents felt and that other people, neighbors felt and stuff like that about what was going on. Now I understand about it, but, um, uh, Khrushchev, who was the, uh, premier at back at that time, I think it was Khrushchev, not Kosygin, um, decided he wanted to move missiles into Cuba and he was doing it covertly. However, we found out about it, of course. And, you know, now I'm just going by regular history, not what actually happened. Okay. 
This is what we were taught in school. I think it was a plan by the elites um, all along, you know, and that everything's been in a plan by the elites to bring us about to one world order. But uh, that aside, um, what happened? Kennedy uh, raised the alarm. He said we could go to a nuclear war any time. He sent ships out there and airplanes and everything to turn the Russians back, and they turned around and went home. Okay. No different than what's going on in Ukraine today. No difference whatsoever. No difference from if they were to put bio labs on our borders. No difference whatsoever. Yet it's okay for us to do that back in 61. But when Russia's worried about bio labs on their on their borders and that they might be used against the Russians, which they would probably be used against if you see the players that are involved in this, Soros and and other elites, and um, and they're, they're trying to they're just trying to, to ruin the Russians. And, and bolster up Ukraine and, and other Baltic states. So they will rebel against, with their friendships against the Russians. Um, cause the other nations are, are sort of friendly with the Russians. Um, and to isolate Russia. And why would they want to do that? Well, Russia doesn't have a central bank like we do. We have the Federal Reserve. Russia doesn't have that. The Germans have a federal bank. The Spanish, everybody over there has a federal bank except the Russians. And the Chinese might, might I add too, do not have a federal bank. Okay. And by federal bank, I mean a corporate bank like the Federal Reserve, an outside bank that controls everything, even the government. And if you don't believe that, well, there's a bridge for sale down in Arizona. I'll try to get a hold of it for you and you can buy it. Okay. So anyway, this is a scenario we're looking at yet. The mainstream press is casting the Russians as an aggressor. Now, don't get me wrong. They are being aggressive right now. They're going in there and in, in order to destroy these labs. Um, and I don't know if that's their only the motive that they have for going into the Ukraine. Um, they've been casting many of the Ukrainians to be Nazis, and that's turning out to be true. And some some factions are Nazis in, in Ukraine. I mean, having swastikas um, tattooed on your arm is a pretty good, pretty good indication. Okay. Um, one of the things I found out tonight when I was looking up, uh, cause after World War II, the Germans weren't allowed to have anything in the way of weapons of mass destruction. Um, they were banned from having nuclear weapons, biological weapons, any kind of weapon that could, that could destroy a, a large group of people. And, um, so, but over the years that has changed a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, there was a, a law that was written. I, Hold on a second. Nope, I got rid of it. Um, in uh, the 40s, uh, basically it said that uh, they were not allowed to have anything. And it was written in Brussels, I do believe. And sorry, I have a dog that likes to dig in the carpet. Um, so they shouldn't have had to have weapons. And they don't. Uh, according to what you read, they don't have them in Germany. But, but... Um, let me ask you a question. If you, I knew a couple that they were Palestinians and they were, they were, um, first cousins and they fell in love. They couldn't get married in California because that's against the law in California. Where'd they go? They went to Mississippi or Louisiana or something somewhere down there and got married. Well, then they had a child and they had to go in every couple of months to make sure the child was okay. Was it wasn't developing strangely like that happens in a lot of uh, different cultures, uh, inbreeding. And, um, so 
they went somewhere else to do it. So the Germans can't have bio labs in Germany, but guess who was involved in the bio labs in Ukraine? The Germans. Okay. Sure. We won't do it in our country. Let's do it in another country and blame it, have the blame fall on them. Okay. Now, of course, the United States, the United Kingdom, and a few other countries are involved in this too. And the umbrella that was shed over this was the United States. Okay. Um, but like an octopus, you know, it's, it's got many tentacles and the, the brain, I guess, would you, an octopus, you would compare to the United States and maybe one of the tentacles. And then the rest of them are all the other nations that are involved in this. Now, Ukraine's not the only one that has this. Okay. Um, supposedly Belarus, uh, the country of Georgia has labs there. That's been confirmed. Okay. Um, Armenia is not involved in it as far as I can tell, because the Armenians are kind of level-headed and have a, have a conscience. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Latvia, Lithuania, all those countries, it's been reported, have these bioweapons labs going on in there. And again, it's in countries that aren't, well, I don't know how many countries in, in the Eastern Bloc or what used to be the Eastern Bloc, especially the countries that ring the, the border of uh, Russia are part of NATO. I think maybe a couple of them are, or they're, they're trying to become part, uh, part of NATO. Um, but um, so even if they're trying to become part of NATO, what way to, what better way to impress NATO than to say, yeah, come, come put your labs in my country. You know, that's okay. And Believe me, it's it's something for the Russians to be very, very nervous about. Now, I am not a Russophile, okay? I have never been a Russophile. As a matter of fact, for the majority of my life, I was very suspicious of the Russians, especially when they were Soviets and communists. Um, but I've noticed a change over the years, and there has been a change. And it's funny because when my dad was alive years ago, he explained, excuse me, he explained to me when I was younger, that the Soviet Union was going to become more like the United States and the United States was going to become more like the Soviet Union. So we saw that Russia, when the wall fell and, um, and communism per se ended in Russia, that they sort of became a capitalist country. And boy, did they become capitalist. I mean, with the crime and everything else. Um, and that the United States was working more towards socialism. Well, that started basically back in the 60s. And if you want to go even back further, it was the 1930s with Social Security and everything. And I'm not saying that you're communist or socialist if you're getting Social Security. It's something you paid into. It's not something that you're demanding they give you without having paid into it. Okay. Um, and it's me. It's my wife, too. Okay. We're getting that. And, um, you know, it's, like I said, it's something we paid into every paycheck went into social security. So although it says social on it and it, it kind of has a socialist con, con, um, connotation to it or, co yeah, you know what I mean? Connection or it sounds like it. Connotation. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, um, it, it still doesn't, you know, um, but you know, so that Roosevelt in 33 started that actually it started back in 19, what, 14 with the, the amendment uh, that was never signed, by the way, to, to start the IRS. And um, so that's at the beginning of the, the 20th century is when the, the ball started rolling on socialism in this country. And I think it was it was developed. This country was developed to become socialist after a while, not necessarily by the founding fathers, but by the bankers who wanted, always wanted a national bank in this country, a uh, federal bank, I should say. And um 
That's why Lincoln was killed. They wanted to do it in Lincoln's time. He said, no way. Bam, he shot. Uh, I think McKinley was another time when they wanted to do it. I think he was poisoned. One of them was poisoned. I can't remember. Um, and you know what? I'm being very rude. I got to turn on the chat room just in case somebody comes in. So there. Um, so anyway, you know, you move ahead through American history and we get more and more socialists, not as socialist as Canada. I, I really pray for Canada and I feel bad for the Canadians because they've been, they've been given a raw deal. They really have. And, uh, the minute that the, their government asked them to give up their guns, they should have realized something was going wrong, but they, they wanted to be good little, um, Per se, most people wanted to be uh, good little citizens and, and obey the government, not knowing that the government was becoming wickeder and wickeder um, or more wicked. I don't know if wickeder is a word. Anyway, um, so we've been working towards this one world government for a long time. And the first time it was ever mentioned was when George Bush, I mean, publicly, was when George Bush said that he wanted to start a new world order. OK, I'm talking about the first Bush, a traitor, the. The older trader, not the younger trader. Younger trader's still alive, and well, he's another story for another day. Um, but so you know, he's the first one that mentioned it, and tell you, man, it's been going downhill ever since. You know, the farce of nine eleven. Sorry, I don't believe it was two aircraft that flew into nine eleven. Uh, commercial aircraft, I mean. Um, it could have been holograms with uh, explosives planted in the building, which. If you watch it over and over again, you kind of kind of get that idea. And why was the third building destroyed when there was nothing wrong with it, right? Because it led to evidence that would have shown that um, it was all a cover-up and a plan and a conspiracy. So, see, I go down these rabbit holes. I'm sorry. Um, so, anyway, the conspiracy lives. The conspiracy is, moves on. It's... Uh, now it's, it's not called the New World Order anymore. It's called Agenda 2020 uh, 20 and Agenda 30. You know, uh, just the same difference. It's, it's the same package or same product with different packaging. You know, um, <laughs> what can you say, right? So anyway, um, getting back to the bio labs, okay. Um, again, I don't see a fault with the Russians want to go in and do that. Now I know people are going to argue back and forth. I'm probably going to get, there's a couple of Michigana that like to write to me and complain about everything I say. So I'm ready for you. Okay. I'm hitting the delete button when I get your nasty letters. Okay. Um, so this whole thing is, well, let's look at Lecrane, Ukraine, Lecrane. Okay. Sounds like a girl's name. Um, let's look at Ukraine. Um, who's had the most dealings with Ukraine? Hey, the Bidens, right? Hunter Biden, drug addict of the year, of the century, basically. <laughs> I think that, uh, oh, I saw a cartoon. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was a picture of, um, it was a picture of a hyena with all the hair sticking up. And it said, uh, picture of a hyena after it got into bun hider bun bunter. Ah, I'll get it right. Hunter Biden's cocaine stash. Okay. <laughs> it's really funny. Look for it online. It's hilarious. Um, but you know, so he had those dealings and we heard all about how, how Trump was guilty of quid pro, quid pro quo. Um, while the, while the Bidens were doing it all along. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and what's what's the best way to get attention off of yourself? To blame the other guy. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. And you you get the liberal press to believe it. You get liberals in general to believe it. They start yelling and hollering. Oh, it's all Trump's fault. I swear, a hundred years from now, if somebody gets a pimple on their face, it's Trump's fault. You know, a thousand years from now. Oh yeah, it was Trump's fault. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, believe me, I don't think Trump's a, um, a messiah and I don't believe that he's, um, uh, blameless. Okay. But, you know, he was the best we, we could get for the time that we needed him and we still need him even more. And all those rumors about him coming back, well, from their mouths to God's ears, God's ears. Um, so. So the, the Bidens have been involved in, in uh, the Russian, not Russian. Well, they, they were involved in the, the Russian scandal, too, along with Hillary Clinton and all those other evil people. But um, really involved in Ukraine and all the stuff that went down there. My understanding is that um, there was one person over in Ukraine that was standing. It doesn't matter what I identify as. I identify as a human being. And if you don't like that, then that's tough. Somebody asked me what I identify as. I'm a believer in Yeshua HaMashiach. And I believe that all sinners are going to hell. And all righteous people are going to heaven. That might make you go away. Um, so, sorry folks, I get on a rant. I'm a Christian, no hate. Okay, whatever. And I'm not showing it on the stream either. Um so I got to ignore that guy or girl, whatever fact. Well, if they want an identity, maybe they don't have one. Um, so yeah, the, the Bidens have been involved in, been involved in Ukraine for quite some time. And there was that guy that was trying to stop something from happening. And one of the Bidens, I think it was Joe. Don't get me right on, wrong on that. I believe it was Joe called up and said he wanted that guy fired or the Ukrainians weren't going to get the money that they were promised. So anyway, I'm sorry. I, I got to do something, folks. I, oh, thanks, big fatty boy. Somebody just put some guy named, uh, Sin, I can't even, Sin on, uh, Sin's on. Oh, Sin's on. Okay. I get it. So you're a sinner. Okay. Um, <clears throat> just put him in his place. Told him to shut up. Thank you. I appreciate that. If I ever need a moderator, I'll consider you. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, he's guilty. He's guilty, you know, while the whole time they're doing it. And that's the best way to, to, to get somebody to, into trouble, you know, even when they're not doing it. And if you're doing all the dirty deeds and all the dirty works, you know all about them. So you can sit there and you can tell everybody about every tiny detail that the innocent person's doing because you're doing it and you can pin it on them. Okay. I come from New Jersey, an Italian community in Jersey. I know about this stuff. Okay. Um, anyway, so I wanted to look at a couple things and, um, hopefully, this thing won't do the static noise again. I hope that's something in the past that never comes back. Um, there's an article in um, Natural News, and I am going to go there. And um, 
and we can partake together in this article. And okay, it might be a little small on your monitor. It's gigantic on mine. Um, I'm going to read through it anyway. Russian claim Democrats, Soros and Gates set up Ukrainian biolabs to make money for elections. Oh, well, there you go. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Does it surprise you folks? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. It's all about money. It's all about money. And then when they've got all the money that they want, then it's power. And then when they have all the money and all the power, then the little people like me and you, we end up getting the, uh, the boot, the little boot, kick with a little boot with the swastika on the bottom of it. Okay. Natural news. The Democratic Party, including the Clinton and Biden families with the cooperation of friendly foundations led by George Soros and Bill Gates, set up biological weapons research laboratories in Ukraine to generate additional funding for the elections, says say investigators. Uh, this is according to an investigation conducted by the Russian Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical, NBC, that's funny, uh, protection <clears throat> troops who named the leadership of the Democratic Party as responsible for the creation of the biolabs. No surprise. Um, in quote here, it needs to be said, that the ideologues of U.S. military bio, biological research in Ukraine are leaders of the Democratic Party, said Lieutenant General Igor Krilov, um, leader of the NBC Protection Troops. Poor guys have to use those initials. Um, NBC, that's too bad. Anyway, uh, through the Democratic Party, the government was able to set up a way for the biolabs to be funded directly from the federal budget According to Krilov, non-governmental organizations controlled by the leadership of the Democratic Party were also able to raise funds for the biolabs. And there's a couple of articles or one article that leads to that, and we can explore that some other time. Um, Some of these organizations include the Clinton Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and Soros' Open Society Foundation. They were also aided by investment funds from the Rockefeller Foundation, the Echo Health Alliance and Rosemont Seneca Partners, an investment firm co-founded by Hunter Biden. Oh, a vicious little circle we have there, isn't it? If I go into my Irish voice, it's because I'm being sarcastic. Um, <clears throat> Big Pharma also invented, involved uh, with bio, Ukraine Biolabs. Kirillov also named Big Pharma companies Pfizer, Moderna, Merck, and Gilead as being involved with the Ukrainian biolabs. According to Russian intelligence, these um, corporations use the biolabs in Ukraine to test their experimental medications while bypassing international safety standards. There you have it. Do it where nobody's going to monitor you. I think the Germans came up with that. Um, According to Krilov, this greatly reduced the research and development costs of new medications and increased big pharma profits. Think about it, folks. You got a country that is, I don't know, second world. Uh, I don't think you're a uh, first world country. I know they're not third. And you got people that are starving and hungry and you walk up to them and say, Hey, hey, we got this new drug. It's for, um, I don't know, you name your ailment. Um, and we want to check it on you. We're, we're going to pay you a hundred dollars to do this or the equivalent of that in, in Ukrainian money or maybe even more. Who knows? Um, how many people are going to flock there because you're an honorable uh, prescription uh, producer and you're going to give them good money to try it. You know, uh, man, what if they would have paid us to try to take the, 
the, the COVID-19 shot, I still wouldn't have done it, but at least it would have been a little more honorable. And, and people that went for it at least would have gone for it for a reason other than to be shamed by their relatives and their friends. Um, okay. This allows the leaders of the Democratic Party to receive additional financial contributions for election campaigns, he added. Krilov said that the federal government also leveraged the technological capabilities of big pharma companies to expand its own research capabilities, not only in the field of creating biological weapons, but also obtaining information about antibiotic resistance and the presence of antibodies to certain diseases in populations of specific regions. Does that sound to you like they're trying to make drugs that'll kill out certain populations? It sounds like it to me. Either kill them out or debilitate them so badly that they won't be able to fight. Ah, oh, boy, I'll tell you, this world is, it could give you anxiety if you let it happen. Um, the latest briefing from the Russian Armed Forces is just the latest confirmation regarding American involvement in biological weapons research in Ukraine. Before this, Alexander Batskrin, uh, I murdered that name, sorry head of the Investigative Committee of Russia, said that the service has clearly identified American involvement and the employees of the Department of Defense and companies with contracts uh, with Pentagon having worked in Ukrainian biolabs. Uh, Batitskin uh, added that between 2005 and 2022, the U.S. spent over $224 million on biological research programs in Ukraine. You know, when they have the paperwork to come out with this kind of stuff, folks, you know, you know, sure, people can invent numbers, but that's an odd number to invent. Um, federal officials have confirmed the existence of biolabs in Ukraine, but said that the federal government only provided assistance for efforts that did not involve the research or development of biological weapons. So what did they do? Sell cars out of the front office? Um this claim has been disputed by Russia and debunked by the country's investigation, sorry, investigations into the matter. What an inane statement. We weren't involved. We were just advisors. Didn't we hear that? Well, you, you're probably too young, you guys, but um, didn't we hear that at, right at the beginning of the Vietnam War? <laughs> you know, oh, we're just sending advisors. We're just sending advisors. And then Tonkin, Tonkin Gulf happened, which that's in question anyway. Um, and then the advisors became soldiers and more soldiers and more soldiers until 53,000 Americans died in that country. Um, died honorably because of what they did, but for, for reasons that were totally ludicrous, but they didn't know it. Um, but they still have a really strong existence in my heart. I love the Vietnam vets. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Germany. Hmm. Germany. Zeke Heil. Uh, Poland and other U.S. allies in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization are also allegedly guilty of conducting military biological research with Ukrainian territory within Ukrainian territory. Learn more about bioweapons labs at the Ukraine in Ukraine at biologicalweapons.news and watch the full briefing from the Russian Military of Defense regarding the Ukrainian biolabs and their connections. And those are links at the end of the article. Let me tell you where the article is. I never did that. It was that natural news or is that natural news? Um, just naturalnews.com and you'll find it. Um, and they go way back on your articles too. So you can actually build a record um, of what's, uh, what's been going on and what has gone on. And um, <laughs> well, I'll, 
Okay, big fatty boy. When we, uh, we, when we get to that point, I would definitely consider you. Thank you for offering. Um, and Sin, Sinzon, um, is, you apologize. So, hey, who am I? I got to forgive you. Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. Okay. So pretty good claim right there that the, um, the powers that be here in the States and in other European countries and such have been involved in, in ringing the Western edge of Russia with biolabs. Hmm. Uh, we're Americans. We never do anything wrong. You know, I used to believe that <laughs> back when I was a little boy and uh, man, this country could do no wrong. Little did I know. And you know, I'm not knocking our country. I, I still love the United States. I just don't like the people that run it or ruin it. And there's only one letter that turns run into ruin and it's I. <laughs> Um, and I is the first letter or the middle letter of sin. So anyway, um, which I think is quite interesting, but, um, okay. So let's go. I want to go if that's okay with you. And there's another article that's really interesting. And and it says more related stories at the end of this article. Um, analysis, Russia has a moral imperative to neutralize Ukraine's weapon systems, that allowed NATO to threaten Russia with bioweapons. See, a lot of people are starting to see it. Look at the article below. A Pentagon-funded biolabs in Ukraine allowed Germany, Germany, Zeke Heil, Heil Hitler, Germany, to conduct dangerous, dangerous bioweapons research. Now, if you're German, I didn't mean to, inter- to insult you. I, I've got German heritage myself, okay? But it is a, tar- a tarnished history you have. And, and just thinking about the... Um, the nation of Germany having any kind of biological or weapons of mass destruction. I'm going to admit it scares the heck out of me. Okay. The next article connecting the dots, Ukraine biolabs, mostly underground DOD, big pharma collecting Russian blood. Hmm. Maybe we should read that one. Um, well, actually that's a video. Um, let's see. Next one. NATO allied countries exposed for running Biological weapon program in Ukraine. Another one. Of course, Biden backs Ukraine. It's ground zero for his family dirty business, including the biolabs. So this news is all over the place, but you're never going to hear it on the alphabet stations. Never, ever, ever, especially CNN or NBC, ABC, CBS. Um, I don't think it's even been much of a knowledge on in uh, Fox News. FOX. Um, so, you know, be that as it may. So let's look at this article. I just want to go back here and make sure. Okay, it's there. Every once in a while I make mistakes, believe it or not. Um, and I have to go back and make sure that I'm not making one now. Okay. This is uh, biologicalweapons.news. Okay. I think that's one of the ones that was referring to earlier. Um, let's see. Analysis. Russia has a moral imperative. I read that already to neutralize Russia's, uh, Ukraine's weapon systems that allow NATO to threaten Russia with bioweapons. Okay, you'll be hard-pressed to find what you're about to read anywhere in the established Western media, but Russia's invasion of Ukraine had to be done in order to stop the world's bioterrorists from continuing to wage war on humanity from proxy locations throughout the Eastern European country, um, point out analysis from the State of the Union. <clears throat> Russian President Vladimir Putin reportedly had no choice, morally speaking, other than to engage Operation 
Azovstal, okay, a special military operation that aims to protect not only Russia, but the innocent people of Ukraine, not to mention all other sovereign countries from the clutches of the global biowar against humanity that's being pursued in illegal Ukrainian labs and leading this and leading this biowar, perhaps unsurprisingly, are the United States and NATO. Not surprisingly. Um, Russia was forced to launch its special military operation into Ukraine to terminate the raging biowar waged uh, waged by the U.S., U.K., NATO, Ukraine bioterrorist group from its secret underground operational headquarters located at the Avastol Iron and Steel Works in Mariupol, Ukraine, against the people of the Donbass and Western Russia, uh, reports State of the Nation. That's interesting now. I always wondered why the Russians were interested in Mariupol, you know? And it doesn't surprise me that these places are underground. I mean... Look at this country. You know, you got you got Area 51. That's mostly underground. You got the new Area 51 up in, uh, or they call it Area 52, up in um, by south of salt, south uh, west of Salt Lake City. Um, you got, um, oh man, they're all over the place. These these places, and uh, if you believe what was reported the last couple of years, the White Hats have been going in and trying to, to take over these places and get rid of all these nasty people. Uh, all these human traffickers and, and yes, even some of the, um, unearthly characters that live under there. Uh, remember scripture says that the dark places of the earth are the habitation of cruelty. And it didn't mean like dark cities and stuff like that. It actually means dark places underground. Um, and you know, I, we don't believe in aliens here. We believe in fallen angels that can, Close themselves, you know, they could make themselves into anything they want to be. So you talk about alien abduction, it's usually fallen angel abduction because that's what they did before the flood. They wanted to create a race of human alien hybrids. You could use that term. And if you don't believe me, um, read some books by David Jacobs, who hypnotizes people and has learned all about these, this plan to eradicate humanity. But thank you for scripture because we see that that's not going to happen. Okay. Let's see. Where did I leave off? Not to mention. Okay. All right. Let's go down here. Russia. You know, I just read that. Okay. In other words, the bad guy in all this is not Russia. As the Western media and government structures claim, it is the United States, the Pentagon, the United Kingdom, and the European Union, and Volodymyr Zelensky. These bioterrorist monsters have been cooking up bioweapons under the cover of darkness throughout Ukraine and are now being exposed by Russia's military operations. To date, the Russian military has shut down 30-plus bioweapons laboratories across Ukraine, State of the Union adds. However, the main bioweapon lab being systematically used to carry out future bioterrorist operations in in Donbass, and (laughs) I keep wanting to call it dumbass, sorry. Um, it's just the way it kind of reads together. Anyway, so if I do that, please forgive me. Um, Don Bass in Western uh, Russia is strategically located in Maripol at the massive Azvostal complex. Uh, subheading, Ukraine is exploiting innocent citizens as human shields. Uh, it goes on to say Maripol is just, is, it just so happens, is located 40 miles from the Russian border. That is why Azvostal, Azvostal, 
was selected to house the largest bioweapons bio laboratory in the world because it's not only is it located right in Donbass, but Avastol is also the close, closest uh, bio lab from which to launch bio attacks against Russia. Uh, and then there's an article it's pointing to about we have proof that the Pentagon was in fact planning to use a uh, plan to use Ukrainian bio labs to attack Russia. Man, this is this is a thing that could turn into two or three shows. Maybe it will. Um, Russia has repeatedly been trying to protect the innocent life of that Ukraine and Western allies are now using uh, as human shields uh, to try to stop Russia from putting an end to the biolabs operations. That is why Russia is so determined not to blow up Avastol or even neutralize the 1,000 plus Avastol Nazis hold up uh, behind the human shields, innocent Ukrainian citizens, State of the Union further explains. The women and children, in particular, were likely forced into the sprawling Azvastol plant as a defensive stratagem against all-out Russian attack. But it's the U.S. and NATO military leaders, Western intel agents, AFU officers, and Ukrainian soldiers uh, skulked in Avastol that Russia really wants and is willing to protect, especially those who are privy to the bioterrorist operations. Putin has known for a while now exactly what these Avastol um, biolabs are doing under the cover of darkness. He's been trying to preserve as much evidence as possible so that the right time, when the time is right, he can present it to the world to show everyone that the true culprits in the global bioterrorism are the U.S., the U.K., EU, and NATO. Uh, this is precisely why the Avastol Nazis were given such free reign to terrorize citizens in Maripol. Uh, they are acting on orders from NATO command, Pentagon masters, and the CIA overlords to exert absolute control over Asvastol bioterror crime, sense, crime scene. Excuse me. Um, got to scroll up just a little bit. Um, isn't that why these hardcore neo-Nazis are called Azov Regiment and Azov Battalion, as in Azov Stahl? These battle-hardened mercenaries were put there to pr- provide brutal defense and protective services for the uh, Zio Ag- Anglo-American uh, bioterrorist operations. I think Zio means Zionist, but we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, Russia decided it had no choice other than to put a stop to this slow-motion genocide, which would eventually spread beyond Donbass into Russia. He had to nip this thing in the bud before the global genocide ensued, which appears to have been what was attempted with the Wuhan coronavirus, the pandemic. Uh, the powers that be on the, in the West <clears throat> have clearly have future pandemics already lined up waiting to be executed. Through Putin, though Putin's invasion could be the thing that stops them before they get a chance to launch. I hope so. Uh, the bottom line is that according to analysts, Putin reportedly had a moral obligation to intervene, and that's exactly what he did. Ukraine is right on the doorstep of Western Russia, and most Russians, Russians, most populous cities, excuse me, and most of Russia's most popular cities, so that at the very least, Putin is doing what is necessary to protect his own people, which is far more than American leadership would ever bother to do for Americans. Boy, isn't that the truth? How many of our loved ones took that stupid shot, huh? How many of them are just time bombs waiting to, for their hearts to explode or 
or uh, their veins to just open up and have them bleed out because of the nanoparticles. It's just, it's terrible. It's really terrible. So anyway, so it's my assertion and my belief, my opinion, as people say on YouTube, uh, given the evidence that I've seen anyway, and I've looked at it all, you know, I've looked at it as the Russians being uh, uh, bad. Um, what am I trying to say? malevolent uh, invaders, you know, because, you know, when you first look at it, it looks that way. And the reports that we're getting from our own media, as well as Ukrainian media, which, gee, that's not bias, is it? Um, is that the Russians are going in and committing mass suicide, or mass genocide, excuse me, not suicide. Um, so, you know, the the people that are lemmings and believe the, the press in this country, God help them. Because, uh, you know, the, the the news in this country, the media is just leading people right to the slaughter. And they're going there happily. They're going there joyfully. Oh, we got our COVID shots. I got my second shot. Then I got my booster. Then I got my booster's booster. And, um, you know, what's the reward for getting that? A booster seat, you know? Um, yeah, a brass booster seat. I think that should be a reward for anybody that gets a booster. A brass booster seat. So they can sit down and listen to all the other garbage and believe it. Um, okay. So, uh, well, is this going to expand other countries? Well, the media has said, the, the Western media has said that Russian has threatened to go into Sweden and Norway if they join NATO. Well, we don't know that for sure. Okay. Plus, if Sweden and Norway are going to be stacked with bio labs, then it, it's a setup. It really is. It's a setup for the Russians to come in and then the Russians are going to be blamed for that. Now, like I said, I'm not an, a Russian Russo fight. I'm not somebody that's always stuck up for Russia, but you know, I call it spade a spade. I'm sorry. I'm talking about playing cards. Okay. <laughs> um, and, when I see something that's so obvious, so blatant, such a lie, I mean, it's an incredible lie that the Western press and our politicians, especially the Democrats and a lot of Republicans too, are trying to throw at us. I'm not falling for it. Folks, don't fall anything that the government says. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but Let's talk a little bit about taxes real quick here to show you what the government does. Okay. Um, we did our taxes. Okay. We were supposed to get a good, so money, a good sum of money back. Okay. Uh, four figures, you know, um, but that would have really helped us. Did everything the right way. We got turned down, only received about a quarter of what we were supposed to get. If that, you think it was less than a quarter. And told that, um, you know, we did this wrong, we did that wrong. We've never done anything wrong on taxes. You know, said that we had wrong Social Security. Numbers. Hey, if I'm 62 and I forgot my Social Security number, I'm in trouble. I'm, I belong on Joe Biden's team. Um, and I know we got those right. And then they said there was a person on there that, they, that wasn't even known. And I'm like, I know me. My wife knows her. And we both know each other. You know, and we've been filing taxes forever. So you should know us, right? And now we've got to go through the long and tedious process of amending it and 
seeing what they said we did wrong and, and arguing about it. But one thing you might not know is that they put something into place where a lot of people aren't getting their money back. Okay. It has something to do with some kind of fiscal thing. I really can't explain it to you because I don't understand it. Anything that the IRS does, I don't understand. Okay. Anything that fiscally this government does, I have no idea why they're doing it or how they're doing it, except to say that they print money as they need it and it makes inflation go up. And that'd be a good thing for the next show. Talk about inflation and Mr. Biden and how he started that all up again too, right? Um, so did I lose my streamers? I hope not. Um, okay. Anyway, so yeah, if the government says go left, go right. If they say go up, go down. <laughs> okay. If they say look ahead of you, you better look back because there's somebody coming for with a knife for your back, man. I'm telling you, that's, that's what it's turning into. We are turning into the old Soviet Union. We really are. And it's because of the Democrats. You know, they're, they're doing everything they can to push us into socialism. And remember that, that, uh, the Soviet Union, their name wasn't, you know, United Socialist Communist People of the World or whatever. It was, um, Union of Soviet Socialists Republics. Okay. They were socialist folks and that's what they want us to become. And now they're even brazen about it. They're coming out and saying it all the time. We want socialism and these mush melons that are going to college, getting their head filled by, um, excuse me, um, <laughs> almost their head filled by, uh, these professors that are, are blatant and, and flaming communists, you know, oh, well, they gotta be right. They're a teacher. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, that reminds me, um, we, we have an election coming up here in Oregon and a lot of you guys do too. I'm sure if you're here in the States and, um, and I was looking at the, the list of leaders and there's one guy that sounds so good when he's on television. Oh, I'm going to clean this up. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and you're, you're almost at the end of the commercial going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I looked him up today. He's a doctor. If he gets in, what's he going to do about COVID and the, and the shots? Most doctors I know and I've talked to, you know, over the years, over the last couple of years, are pro-shot. Now, I don't know if they were because their work told them they had to be, but they're pro-shot. They tried to talk me into taking that poison. Tried to talk my wife into taking it. Tried to talk my daughter and her family into taking it. Sorry, we didn't go for it, you know? If the government gives you something that they want you to have, <laughs> run, run and don't stop running. Okay. Um, they're evil. They're the evil, wickedest government I've ever seen in this country. Um, you know, when my 62, 63. Um, so I've, I've had the ability to understand for 43 years, maybe 50. Uh, about what's going on and what could happen. And I've never seen anything like this, man. They make Jimmy Carter look like a, a saint in, um, ensconced in some holy temple or something, you know, the way they're acting. Um, and, and they're not secretive anymore. You know, they're, they're becoming pro child abuse, pro, um, child abduction. You know, anything that tries to get passed against child abduction, they're against, you know, they, they vote against it. The judges all turn it down. 
Well, I'll tell you, if, if I had a kid and they got abducted and I found out that the judge that was trying to prosecute the person that did it, um, if they said, you know, well, this person's not guilty or only give them four or five years, I would hire an investigator to go after and find out what that judge is all about. Cause I'll bet you, I'll bet you anything that that judge or that litigator or whatever is involved in child abuse and child sex abuse and stuff like that. Because you can't have a good conscience and say that that's okay. You have to have an evil, wicked heart, a heart made out of stone, cold granite, to think that's okay. And to give a person such a small sentence on it. They always use the excuse, well, that's all the law allows me to give. Well, then dang it, go and try to change the law. You know, don't hide behind it, for goodness sakes. I'm sorry, I'm getting on a rant here, and I really shouldn't do that, but I don't know. Maybe it's the frustration of everything that's going on, and knowing that you really can't do much about it. You know, it's, I know a lot of you feel the same way. You know, you feel that, hey, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, and it's going so fast, there's no way I could stop it. I'll get run over doing it, and I understand that. I really do. It's, um, what do we do, you know? Well, I don't know. The only thing I, I can think of to do that works is, um, and you know, you, I'm a big Bible thumper, you know, I guess, but, uh, some of you might think, but praying is a very important thing to do because I know that there's a Lord up in heaven and I know he hates corruption. He hates sin. He hates what these people are doing and, and they know what they're doing and they know where they're going too after they do it. They don't care. They don't care because they're going to get in all the gusto that they can before they go. Okay. And then they think they're going to get some kind of reward in hell. I got news for them. Um, you're going to realize you were a patsy, folks. Uh, you politicians and stuff. When you get to hell, you're going to realize that you're a patsy and that you're nothing. You're absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, you're probably going to get terrorized by demons more than the people that were um, that were less wicked than you were. Okay. That's my prayer anyway. <clears throat> um but, you know, he hates all this stuff and he's coming to bring back righteousness. And man, he can't come back fast enough for me. Um, unfortunately, the world's going to have to go to hell in a handbasket before that happens. Um, literally, <laughs> to hell in a handbasket. But, um, you know, so I, a lot of times when I see this stuff going on, I think to myself, well, maybe I should be rejoicing that some of this stuff is going on. Not that rejoicing that kids are being abused and stuff like that, but knowing that this stuff that's happening is only, it's always darkest before the dawn, they say. So we know that it has to get really dark before the light of the Lord comes back and, and erases all this stuff and, and throws all these wicked people into a bottomless pit that they'll never get out of. Uh, and that that bottomless pit someday is going to be thrown into the lake of fire. And Yeshua said that well, they, where they will suffer forever and ever. And um, I don't try to rewrite scripture like some people do, thinking that the soul is going to be annihilated after a while. Um, you know, it's there's a price to pay for everything that you do. And uh, God, I pity the poor souls that are going there. Um, so... Where do we go from here? Well, like I said, we can pray a lot. Pray that God has victories over these things and that he uses the right people for the right things. Um, for instance, um, some of you may disagree with me, but Elon Musk, look what the good he's doing. You know, he's, uh, 
well, I don't know about the Twitter thing anymore because there's talk about him not doing that, but he wanted to show that there was an inequality or an inequity, that's a better word, when it comes to the way people are treated on on Twitter. He brought it right out into the light. And uh, although it was common knowledge, it took somebody with a billion dollars or billions of dollars to prove it. Okay. And even if he doesn't take over Twitter, he's brought that out into the light more than it was before he got involved. Um, Supplying satellites to people in poor countries that can't afford it. My goodness. Well, you know, when you look at our economy, we might be one of those countries really soon, right? Um, So I should write to him and say, why don't you prepare ahead of time and just give us Starlink? Um, Although after reading some of the reports that people are posting after Starlink, it's it's not the perfect thing that we all thought it would be. But um, isn't everything when it first starts out, you know? So... um, Anyway, I'm going to end this show at an hour, which is about two minutes and six, two minutes and 40 seconds away. So I just wanted to, um, let me, uh, get back into here and, and put my entire ugly mug onto the screen. There we go. Just kidding, by the way. Um, you can see in back of me, it's still daylight in Oregon. It's, um, 7.59 PM. Because we're so far north, we get more daylight in the summertime, but more darkness in the winter. Um, our beautiful view out there is all fir trees and and uh, all kinds of green stuff. I mean, it's it's really beautiful up here. Um, if you're a conservative and you want to move to Oregon, please come. If you're a liberal, stay where you are. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> I'm going to wish you a happy week. Um, if Brian's up to it, we'll be back on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, might even come back on Wednesday or Thursday anyway, but uh, I'm not making any promises until we can put this into a firm schedule and everything, okay? Um, I miss Brian. I really do. I want him to, to be here, you know, bantering forth and talking about these things. And and um, the, more, the more people you have talking about something, the better it is, I, I believe, anyway. So... Um, so from, uh, the people's Republic of Oregon, from the people's Republic, um, Republic County of Oregon, uh, Lane County, um, I say, may the Lord bless you and keep you may make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch over your coming out and your going in, your rising up and your lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understandings. And boy, do we need that in these days. Amen. And amen. Okay, folks, have a blessed uh, few days until we're back again, okay? Good night.